be a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right, welcome to the bunkhouse. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we still call it home every Sunday morning live here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. So now you're in the hands of the... uh, Hey, ranch hands, welcome aboard. I am not TJ. I am not Cody Ryan, but I am beefsteak. You like... That sounds like caveman... Talk. I am beefsteak. Give me power. Yes, I've got. Uh, I thought I was going to be alone in the bunkhouse today, but instead, I've got a wonderful uh, guest here, and uh, and that would be uh, Miss Sandra. Good morning. Graining. You know, she's always uh, bright and cheery in the morning. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so you know, I, I can't wait. She's got her pink phone and her. A rose, rose phone, rose gold, and sure uh, right. and a rose laptop. So I mean, you are coordinated for the bunkhouse. Woo! This that morning. was a bumpy road in this morning on the bunkhouse. <laughs> yeah, road. if you're not used to it, you can miss that turn there, Yay, can't you? Wow! That's why we painted that fence post up That's there, right. you know. And thank God. And we uh, we tell people just turn at the dead squirrel. We just nail a squirrel to him. that. I yeah. missed him. <laughs> Speaking of dead squirrels, I was talking to Road Rash this morning and. Isn't it funny how people that love certain critters and think like, oh, they all have names and they're like chipmunks and they're so cool and I love watching them. But when they get in your house, so you were telling me about that, right? Wasn't it your your dad or who was it? Yeah, my dad. His uh, his grill cover got attacked by squirrels and it, uh, it pissed him off enough to finally uh, man up and buy a trap. <laughs> I think, what would you say, your mom found a trap or something yeah, she, on next door for it, free? It, and... it just so happened to be like the perfect timing where as soon as he got pissed about it, uh, that was when, you know, my mom goes on Facebook Marketplace and she ends up finding a squirrel trap for free. And it was not even two blocks away, I don't think. She didn't even have to leave the neighborhood for it. <laughs> Man, that's pretty good. That should We should have an outdoor zone uh, a thing like that where we barter and use tools Heck and use yeah. stuff. Well, I do. I come over to TJ's and <laughs> get all right. his, get all of his stuff. <laughs> but uh we were just going to also mention that it was just it something clicked in my brain that people that aren't normally like that that don't pay any attention, you know, like oh, squirrels are so neat and every 
All of a sudden, when they get into their personal business, when you have to contend now with them. they're yeah. tree rats. Now they're, <laughs> rats. All, what, what, you know, they're, they're the scourge. <laughs> they become uh, somehow on your, your mind. Squirrel mo- stew is what they come. <laughs> yes, and squirrel chili. I remember TJ cooked some uh, chili at church uh, that one time. Oh, when and we it, had our chili cook-off? It took, and there was a squirrel leg <laughs> sticking out of the, right out no, of the. No, stop yeah, that. No, there was. He had a, no. He had a big old crock pot of chili. And literally had uh, two squirrel legs just sticking Stop straight it. up. No, he just dunked it right in. Oh my! Everybody, gosh. nobody wanted to wanted that my for husband. some reason, but you know. <laughs> but he's had his fill of squirrels. Yes. at your old place, right? Yes, yes. At our new place, not so much. Right. No, it's everything else. Weird. Yeah. Man, was it not amazing seeing the uh, sunrise come up today? Ooh, beautiful. Man, it just it's it's like outdoorsmen and out out. Outdoors women, well, outdoor people, outdoors sportsmen, sportswomen all over. They see sunsets all the time. I oh, think that's one of the coolest things. Huge. And I cannot tell you how many boats I passed on the way here. I mean, people, <laughs> you know, heading out to the lake already. Yeah. I was like, I want to give them, throw them a card. Listen to, listen to the horn. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speaking of uh, boats, Cody Ryan is out on the lake he at a is. tournament in Kentucky. Yep. And uh, he's going to be calling in, we hope, maybe if he can uh, get his uh, cell phone, His fl- he's got one of those flip phones, you know, with giant buttons on mm. it. Maybe we can, uh, maybe that'll work. And then TJ, he's down, man, he's on a whirlwind tour, right? He went to yeah. Alabama? Yep, and now he's he... in Florida. But he's speaking at a at a church this morning about Oh, so KMC. he didn't hitchhike or anything like that. No. I mean, it was... Lit. It was legit. It was legit. Good. I'm just kidding. And so, anyways, <laughs> TJ, you know what? He really does go all over. Yes. And speak about kids outdoor zone. Yes. Which I just did a kids outdoor zone. I went to Bastrop yesterday, and I got to do uh, at a kids outdoor zone event. And kids outdoor zone, if nobody knows about it, it is. Uh, KOZ, as we mm-hmm. refer to it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's an outdoor adventure ministry that goes into different churches. It's brought in, just set up, no problem. All the every month, the curriculum is sent, and you just have to get together with like-minded guys and guide these young boys into uh, outdoor adventures. Everything from fishing beautiful. to hunting. Yes. And yesterday, for their KOZ, we did a hunter's education. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so as you know, I didn't just whip it up. I mean, I've been certified as a as one of the instructors. Absolutely, and you're a fun instructor, oh, not we, a boring instructor. That's right. We not not to say that like uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife has boring instructors. <laughs> oh, I've seen two, I've seen them. That's why I changed my ways. And uh, you got to do something to capture those little boys' attention. So in some of the where the slides are getting a little bit boring, and you got to read number one and number two, and so what I do is I have them read in a different accent. And I'm like, okay, in your best redneck, we oh need to, my like, gosh, hey, that's... do never put your finger on the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then awesome. we've got, uh, you know, the other, uh, we'll go to in a couple more screens, and then I'll say, okay, in your best uh, European, like, English accent, hello, how's it going? Oh, what? my goodness. And, you know, Don. do that. And so they just have so much fun with that yeah, because it's yeah. just different and memorable. Right? Well, and it's so important also that they learn um, learn those skills at such a young age. I mean, we start them at eight 
to learn, you know, all about gun safety and hunter safety and all of that. There was one kid that was in the class. He was seven. You have to be nine to be oh, uh, to you get your hunter's nine. head. Okay. Yeah, we started eight, and we give them that practice test. Right, they right. Go through it, but uh, yeah, the seven-year-old just after he, he tried to answer the first three questions, and he said, "This is too hard." Oh yeah, I said, but Aww. that's okay. You got you got more time. Don't worry about it, son. That's you get right. to come back again, and it'll be just like Good deer camp when they go out and they don't get anything the first time. We call it deer camp one hundred and one. You learned everything, and now you have a great anticipation, right, for what you're going to do, how you do it, when to be quiet, and and now you're ready. That's right. It goes from hunting to harvesting. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so. uh um, TJ brought up this subject and I don't know if it's because you were, you were babysitting your granddaughter and, uh, and you, they were, you all were watching cartoons, but is that, he, he mentioned to me, he said, so do you watch, do you let your kids or do you let your grandkids watch old cartoons? Like the ones we would watch in the old days. Like give me a like a Yogi Bear. Uh, a a like, Yogi Bear. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, like uh, Lone Ranger. That was one of the popular ones. Was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. Not in my house, probably. <laughs> really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's we right. were three girls growing up, so yeah, we didn't. You watched really the watch. Brady Bunch, or right, yeah, right. something like that, right, right? Right. So, but some of them, you know, where where you're getting constantly bonked on the head or i mean did those a lot of them look at our cartoons and go roadrunner you know that yep, kind of right. yeah or you, you know the with the wolf right right yeah and right. then he's always trying to drop anvils on his head and he's always trying to catch him and you know while we weren't wildly coyote right 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 so it was entertaining right. i don't think it caused a whole generation to be violent or try to seek out to, you know, take take out a a roadrunner. Right. I think I bet you I know where that this is coming from is I was watching Huxley and she whenever you like bonk your head uh -huh. or pretend like you, you know, hurt yourself, babies laugh. I mean, oh, yeah. it's inherently in them, you know, when you do something it's like hilarious. that. It's hilarious, like, ouch, yeah. ouch, and they just laugh. And so, yeah, maybe that's where that came from. But like on the old shows when they would, you know, bonk them in the head or something. <laughs> yeah. But is that okay, you think? What do you yes. think, Road Rash? You, what did you grow up with on uh, cartoons? Did you have any or not? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I was kind of a weird kid. I liked watching a lot of Comedy Central back in the day. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, no, nah, definitely. I mean, you know, I was big into Batman. I loved, uh, like, Dexter's Lab and stuff. These are probably, y'all don't even know what no, I'm talking about No, I know anymore, Dexter's but, Lab, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that stuff, that was my wheelhouse. And it was just as violent as that other stuff. It was just goofier about it, you know what I mean? Right. Well, is that really a cartoon? Dexter's I mean, were those, Lab was? Yeah. yeah. It was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's that little young scientist kid? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he'd go around and try to get people to drink different potions or... I can't remember. And Zabumafu? Did you ever watch that? Oh, I do remember yeah. Zabumafu. Wow, so, that was a deep memory. That was, <laughs> I did not have that as like readily accessible in my brain until you said that word. Because that was all these two guys that you know dealt with the wild animals and went all around and wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I think and Zabumafu like, was like a monk, it's a lemur, some kind of lemur or something. Yeah. yeah, they're like seven or eight deep now. That yeah. Zabumafu has long gone. Oh, now. okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, I have no idea what you all are talking about, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if everybody else is. Maybe it's just me, but 
Well, you know, it's just kind of interesting to think back about um, because I was on uh, Philo, which is our new app. You know, it replaces, uh, you know, cable TV, right? And they have heard of it. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. It's just 20 bucks a month, and you got all these channels and stuff that's piped over. But they have TV Land with all the old, uh, you know, comedies on it. They also have a, a station that has all old Western things like Ponderosa. And I turned on Daniel Boone and kind of binge watched the cartoons of Daniel Boone. And uh, Daniel was, Boone was in a is, was there was a cartoon Daniel Boone. Well, it wasn't a cartoon. Oh, okay. It was, it was like a, a classic like, television. A classic television. <laughs> I would almost call it a sitcom. Okay. You know where he comes in, Mister Kentuckian, long rifle, and he saves a day somehow. Or everybody's like, "Oh, Daniel Boone knows exactly what to do and when." You know. And uh, missed that one too. Really? Yeah. You never watched Daniel Boone with the Daniel Boone was a man. He's a I real only know that song. Man. I only know that song because my husband walks around singing it. So. Oh my! <laughs> we we do not want to go down down that trail. He walks okay? around and sings everything now. Yeah, just funny. like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe Road Rash can find a little Daniel Boone jingle. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. For sure. And Daniel <laughs> Boone had that long, skinny rifle that uh, everybody talked about. You know that Kentucky long rifle. We don't do those today, but. If you're going to go get one, where would you go get it? McBride's guns, for sure. With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it is imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is, of course, McBride's guns. They are an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. You will find McBride's in the same place it's been for... How many years? Long time. Long time. The corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532. Or visit them online at McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. Well, coming back, uh, regulators, I'm hoping Cody calls in. We can't wait to hear what's going on on the water with him. That's always fun to carry that on. And then also, uh, we're maybe... There's rumors TJ may jingle in. Mm. I'm not sure. There was a little bit of a, I don't know, he was typing in a Morse code note to me this morning. And uh, who he's th- he, he may call in. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk fishing. We're also going to talk uh, all kinds of cool stuff today. All of our standard, you know, things that everybody... I love. I can I mean, actually I like pipe them. in on the fishing stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear yeah. that. All right. When we come back, we're going to hear Sandra's input on all the <laughs> fishing stuff we can. So you can listen to us during the week, 24-7, 365, seven days a week. Any one of your podcasts on theoutdoorzone.com. And I hope that judging flies. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo's on my mind. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show right here on the Outdoor Zone. 
We're available Sundays from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Or you can catch us all week, 24-7, 365 at The Outdoor Zone. Another thing that you can catch this month is Ram Truck Month. You can catch the savings without the sticker scam at other dealerships. You can see Niall Maxwell Superstore. Man, don't be fooled by some of the dealership advertisements that show you a lower price. Then put a surprise aftermarket item on their trucks to increase the price. Don't go for it. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. The Nile Maxwell Superstore sells more of the most awarded lineup of vehicles from your FCA that surge a that and what is that? JD Powers? Man, the initial quality study that named Ram Truck the number one brand in America. You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring in their deal, and we'll beat it during the Nile Maxwell Ram Truck Month, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperstore.com. Sorry, that Supercenter. Yeah, that's the best. That, that's the way. To, so, if you want to dial into that and get some, get on some truck month, you go to NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right, so we've got Cody Ryan calling in. Cody, for, Cody. Yeah, good morning, old beefsteak and mama. How are y'all all? <laughs> hey, he's doing his he's the redneck his, voice. He's yeah. doing his voice. Yes. Good morning, Cody. <laughs> uh, we're uh, over here in Kentucky. And uh, about to jump on Lake Cumberland, and normally, a um, you know a, a true professional angler would already be on the water practicing as sunlight came up. But after an 18-hour drive and looking out to a ice-covered boat, oh I kind of decided that I'm just gonna you know talk to y'all, get the show you know done, and give y'all a report about what's going on here. I would love to tell you what the lake looked like, but I haven't even seen it yet. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I think last year I gave you, uh, on the, the first practice day of the national professional fishing league, uh, tournament, I gave y'all a preview while I was on the water practicing. Well, not this year. I, uh, what? Think things different, you know, well, well I, why not? Well, when you're having snowball there, fights off the boat, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I saw <laughs> it makes it a little bit difficult, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really not that bad. It's it's a different cold, they say, but uh, that's what they keep saying. But it's <laughs> still cold, and so it is what it is. But we'll get out there. We're going to start practice today. Our official practice day starts today here on Lake Cumberland, and. Uh, in Kentucky, and and we'll uh, practice tomorrow, and then Tuesday as well, and then we have an off day, and the tournament starts on Thursday. So, uh, supposed to be a little bit of snow coming in, and it'll be an interesting, interesting event. You can watch on Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. the live coverage that'll happen on uh, the National Professional Fishing League's website. So check that out. But uh, going on right now. A place I'd much rather be is the Harris Chain and uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series final day, top 10 on the Harris Chain. And one of our own Texans 
leading that event this morning. Uh, Ray Hanselman leading the event going into the final day. Ray Hanselman from down in Del Rio, Texas. Uh, oh, Ray. Friend of the old bunkhouse, and, and he's leading the tournament there, the Bassmaster Elite Series going in to today. Uh, so it'll be fun to watch. You bet. I kind of feel bad, though. I saw, I saw a post earlier from uh, John Cruz, and John Cruz won a Bassmaster Elite Series last week. The first Bassmaster Elite Series of the year was last week, and they followed it up immediately, back-to-back weeks. And uh, I, I didn't think about it until I saw his post. But So he wins a major Bassmaster Elite Series event last week. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be a new winner today, Bassmaster Elite Series. I mean, he had no time, and he had to move right into fishing this one. And his post was something like, you know, there's a hundred Bassmaster Elite Series guys, and he was number one last week and 76 this week, or something oh. like that. And <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> like the highs and lows. Right, the glory didn't last very long, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, golly, I I get it, but he didn't even have time to celebrate his win. Wow. And uh, you know, there's only like 70 Bassmaster winners in the world, or something like that, or. AD Bassmaster or something. I don't know what the exact stat is, but there ain't many that have had one of those trophies. And he hadn't even got to uh, got to celebrate that. Yeah. Well, I had an old uh, old mentor that told me, anytime you have a win like that or or something big happens, celebrate for 24 hours like you've never celebrated, then it's over. Right. And you're done. Go on to the next thing. Right. That's good. Well, the next day for him was practice for the event that he fished this week. So oh, uh, that's going on right now. So that was the very next day after he won. Um, pretty amazing to see what's going on in Florida. Like I said, I gosh, so wish we were down there. Uh, weather wise. Uh, you mean, is that what you're talking <laughs> about? Cody? Well, they had a, they had a cold front move through and they're like, Ooh, I had to put on a little sweatshirt this morning. And, uh, yeah, I I wish that's all I had to wear this morning. I've got thermals layered with uh, more thermals and uh, hand warmer pockets that I've sewn into every square inch of all my clothing. So I'll just drop hand warmers in all the way around. Now that'd be a pretty cool invention. Don't tell anybody about that. Uh, they, they need but to sponsor you is what they need to do. Up there in Florida. Big fish, man. 11-pounder takes over uh, big bass uh, of the tournament so far. John Cox caught yesterday. 11-pounder. Wow. That's a fat one, huh? That's a big old bass. So it's kind of cool. To It'll be interesting to see what they do today. And and uh, I think the, the big fish are starting to move up and get shallow and do their thing. And uh, make new little basses. So uh, <laughs> new little basses. <laughs> it's that time of the year again. It's that time of the year. <laughs> Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, <clears throat> so it'll be interesting to see what you know if if, if that gets beat. But there's not a whole lot of eleven pounders that get weighed in in a Bassmaster event. So it's kind of neat to watch and kind of neat to see that that happened but uh we'll see we'll be rooting for our texas friend there ray hanselman as he as he fishes on the final day but 
uh, I'm going to go out here and try and figure out how to catch a bass. I don't have a clue how that's going to happen. I don't know if they like, do the bass just freeze in place and you have to just, like, I, no, I don't understand how a bass lives in this. Go right. deeper, right? Go deeper. That's what they always say. Right? Well, that's the thing on this lake. Apparently, it's like you get four feet off the bank and you're in 60 foot of water. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So I don't I don't know what to do. We'll Google it for you on, on <laughs> oh, our yeah. break. On our break. I'm sure that's I'm how. Go to the lake's edge and just pray. <laughs> hey, when in doubt. Go pray, yeah, man. That's right. That's Don't start right. things off the right way. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. No, at all. Nothing that's at right. all. So, Cody, what's your next step, man? You're you're going to go out today. What are you <laughs> doing tomorrow? Same thing. So we got practice for three days, then we got an off day for media, and then the tournament, the final, uh, or the first day of the event starts on Thursday, and we fish Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, uh Y'all be looking out, and I'll I'll uh, give you a report next week, and you can check it out on the National Professional Fishing League's face, Facebook and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you so. can find a, a Daniel Boone coonskin cap for me down there, pick one up yeah. and bring it back to the Sailor bunkhouse. needs one. My <laughs> yeah. granddaughter needs yes, one. Yes, I think she does. Another place that you need if you're on the road is Sun Automotive, and uh, boy, everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic that you can trust, and and we all use our friends at Sun Auto Service. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. SunAutoService.com, locations uh, on Slaughter Lane, Medical Parkway, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 North. Sun Automotive, that's who we trust. I bet I bet Cody did that before he left for, uh, you know, Kentucky. Oh, well, he even had a chance to help somebody else out on the road. Oh, so. man, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Hey, Cody, you going to stick around a little bit, or you got to go? All right, so he's gone, and, man, we want to just, hey, give a little prayer out for our Cody Ryan, yeah. bass fisherman Boy, extraordinaire. I hate that he didn't stick around because he, what, we still didn't get to talk about the fishing stuff on my end, oh. which he would have loved to have made fun of me, <laughs> so hopefully he's still listening. I try not to drop too many, like, toad or, you know, all those, uh, all those words. He's like, don't use fishing language. Don't <laughs> use it. It just makes my ears hurt. All right, but what doesn't make your ears hurt is to tune in to the other to our show podcast 24/7 365 during the week on the outdoorzone.com. Horns text line is brought to you by Specs. Specs wide spirits and finer foods. You're on the way. Less to pay. Every day store. Cheers to savings. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Every time I hear this song, I... All right, Miss Sandra's dancing now. Hey. Every time I hear that song, I want to say, ow! 
So uh, <laughs> us guys and girls now at the bunkhouse on the outdoor zone, we're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious baths. Please post your fishing pictures, because we're talking about fishing, on our Facebook at TheOutdoorZone.com. Yeah. And speaking of fishing, I'll tell you where, where Mother Nature goes to eat when she goes out to a restaurant. She goes to Austin's hottest new restaurant, The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool selection of oysters. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio. They have a wonderful house-made breads, prosciutto breads, right? Prosci- and, oh, yeah, I guess. Go, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Prosciutto. My wife would know, yes. but I don't know. <laughs> and, and, All and we Mother, know is it's yummy. It's yummy, and uh, Mother Nature knows, right? That's right. And our poor boy bread, direct from New Orleans. Man, owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at the Shore Raw Barn Grill, located at 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill at ShoreATX.com. Go get you some. All right, so we had, we're going to hold over on the fishing. I can't believe we're holding over on the fishing because you had some really interesting uh, story, right? Yeah, well, I mean, two things. Information. Information, yeah. So, I mean, then that's why I wish Cody would have hung over because he loves to make fun of me because of the way he'll put on this accent, which I can't even do because it sounds nothing like uh, a northerner. But um, when we were kids growing up, TJ asked me to think about some things about growing up and fishing because that is one thing that, uh, I mean, we always went out on the boat. We learned how to water ski at a young age. And we were right there at Lake Erie, you know. So we I grew up in Toledo, Ohio, which is was right on the, don't hold me, that against me no no but, uh, uh, cleveland is the armpit of the i'm just kidding that's a joke but you oh, know toledo okay toledo but so we i was by the great lakes and so my dad would take us walleye fishing or as cody would say walleye, walleye. fishing yeah. and yeah he they make fun of me but um i did not realize i thought walleye was only in like in the northern waters but there is um after like doing a little research um, at the Meredith Reservoir, which is, um, I think it's up past Amarillo, just a little bit past Amarillo. They actually have great walleye fishing there. Well, you know, I think they probably stocked it or something or brought it in because there's a lot of people um, that really enjoyed big lake walleye fishing like that up north because they're – Heavy duty. They're heavy and I don't duty. know if you went fishing or you went trolling. A lot of people will put the troll trolls out for walleye, you know, and muskie. You know, they right. they, they just throw out, hold, they hold them onto the side of the boat and just kind of drive around at 25 miles an hour. See what you get. How did y'all do it? Do you remember? So off the boat, yeah. I went and my, we had a trolling motor. So I... I would imagine that's how we did it. We were pretty young. Um, I just remember the catch, you know, that's... The big know, old walleye yes. and that big old eye oh. looking at you. and So that was some of my earlier memories of, you know, I mean, we didn't, my dad didn't take us often, but when he did, we'd go walleye fishing or pike. 
northern pike oh, yeah. fishing with the big nose yes so but i wanted to go back to that meredith reservoir is that the peak period for walleye fishing there in texas is april through june and that's 90 percent of the walleye are, are caught during that time so so we need to book a trip we're right? going to do an outdoor zone right? trip up to amarillo amarillo and then um i was reading this thing about pike fishing and it i guess there uh was a time when jimmy houston oh, yeah, uh, did a, yeah. a public display of affection how you kiss your fish <laughs> and um <laughs> and the pike clamped onto his nose and had to be surgically removed Oh, those pike, they got those freaky long noses yeah. with the teeth well, in them, right? Well, aren't they called like northern shark or whatever they're I, referred I don't know. to? You grew up there. I don't know. Yeah. What, is that what they call them? Yeah, okay. um, I guess. So, but they're, yeah, they're, so they're nasty little critters, like kind of like the uh, ones with the the catfish here with the barbs. And oh, yeah. Remember at National Hunting and Fishing Day, oh, that yeah. guy dropped a fish on our son's foot and it went in and it went all the way through his foot and he had to have it surgically removed it's crazy how that and and if not it gets infected and i mean just oh it was bad and it can cause uh because there's ligaments and all the nerves yeah it can cause damage in there where you lose feeling forever if it's not done don't even put that in john michael's head because he'll think no wonder my foot (laughs) (laughs) and sheephead what are we caught sheephead a lot but i remember those being the ones that People were very mean to sheephead when they would catch them. They would like bonk, bonk them on the head and not like cartoon bonk on the head. Like they would hurt them and okay. toss them back in. I don't know why they, I guess Man. they're just nasty fish, huh? I don't know what kind of boat you were on, but <laughs> wow. That was in my high school years, though, when the guys would catch sheephead and they well, were very nice Some people them. have, you know, they don't like what they call trash fish, depending on what. But I think it people, was a trash fish. People down by the coast, I mean, you got... What would sheep be a head. trash? Oh, it is sheephead well, here, too? Well, uh, hmm, carp. Carp oh. would be a trash fish. Uh, little goldfish? <laughs> you hurt no, little carp, goldfish? No, carp grow really big. They yes. take over, eat all the food, and like Cody and will say, it ruins the bass, you know, population because they take over and... We've we've heard about. I don't want to get on that. I know Cody will probably call back in. This is the extent of my my giving into the fishing segment. (laughs) Okay, well if that wasn't weird enough, now we have news of the weird, huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's outdoor news of the weird. TikToker escapes shark attack by punching it repeatedly in the face. Haven't we all heard that before? That's what you're supposed to do. Heather West, 42, a.k.a. Wild Witch of the West, on TikTok, said in a series of videos posted on the site that she was snorkeling off Dry Torregas National Park with friends late last month, and they had intended to head over to loggerhead key to visit a little african reef but turned back towards land due to choppy conditions west said that she was the last member of her party in the water when she felt something tug on her foot isn't that the worst nightmare 
Mm. You know, is you're swimming along and you feel something go whoop, and you're yeah. like, and oh. I and I watch way too many shark hey. movies. Oh yeah, yeah. you oh, you I'm like those? So bad. After yes. Jaws, nobody went in anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, say she said I immediately turned, and when I did, I felt something snatch my foot. My brain couldn't really comprehend what was going on, and I thought one of the guys had grabbed my foot, trying to scare me. Well. Hmm. You know how that goes. Mm. You know, those guys, we like to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes said she realized it was a shark grasping onto her flipper when it started to pull and its teeth went through the rubber to and broke her skin. Wes said she used her fist to repeatedly punch the shark in the face until it let go, a struggle that lasted about 30 seconds. Man. How scary. As soon as I uh, got on the beach... I took, <laughs> I looked down to see what my if my foot was still there, and I was really excited and shared and screaming. I was like, "No, I won! I won! I won!" <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wes said that the damage to her foot was severe, so she was taken to the Key West via seaplane for medical treatment. She said it took 20 stitches to repair her tendons. Well, but thank God she still had a foot. Oh, my gosh. That does does scare you a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, how did she get this on video? Well, this was an afterwards video that she did. I don't think she was TikToking during her snorkeling. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. But you know what? There are people that TikTok, um, you know, GoPro, right? Swimming, doing maybe, stuff maybe, like that. Yeah. Man, I, I, I don't know. Tick, do you watch TikTok? I sometimes, yeah. Road I, Rash, I are you a, a TikToker? I'm not actually. Oh, you don't? Is that like you refuse to do it because you're not in that age group anymore, or? Uh, it's more just I don't want to go through the trouble of making another account. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't even think you have to have an account to see certain TikToks, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know that I have an account. Well, I think all the if you're done your Instagram automatically go over and oh, create an account for you yeah, and might. all that stuff. So, but we don't know about that. We like to go into God's great outdoors, That's right? right? And his super network. And one of the things, uh, you know, we're talking again about Nile Maxwell Superstore. You know, I was talking last time about don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price, then put surprise aftermarket items on their trucks to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums and don't fall for it. You have Niles personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal and we'll beat it during now Maxwell's Ram Truck Month. 620 and 183 in Austin or online anytime at Nile Maxwell Supercenter.com all right, so come back next. We're gonna we're gonna go through game warden field nuts. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. I keep hearing that money is the root of all 
Me a boat. I just love that part when we, because this is my theme song when Cody was like, I was trying to buy the boat, which mm-hmm. would be perfect up there in mm-hmm. Lake Erie, yes. where you were, yes. uh, for walleye fishing, as Cody would walleye. say. Walleye fishing, man. Hey, Ranch Hands, this is your deer shooting founder, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four-wheel adrenaline junkie, outdoor radio zone. Welcome back to the bunkhouse. That's right. Lock and load, y'all. We're going to get ready for the game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Sandra, why don't you tell us what the game wardens drive or where they go and get their vehicles? Well, I'm sure they go to Nile Maxwell GMC. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price than put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. You won't find that. Uh, at Nile Maxwell GMC, go visit Tom Gannon and his team of professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is the beginning of the relationship, not the end. And they are professional-grade at Nile Maxwell GMC. Go give them a visit. <laughs> so yesterday, I got to do a hunter's ed class. Yep. And so our next, uh, we talked a lot about game wardens. And so in Game Warden Field Notes, a new report shows hunting accidents in Texas are at a record low. Everybody, whoop, whoop, yay, right. Hunting uh, out of Austin comes a news report. Hunting-related incidents in Texas are at an all-time low since hunter education became mandatory in 1988. According to the 2021 Texas Hunting Accident Report, released uh, by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Of more than 49,000 certifications in 2021, I'm talking, that's almost Mm 50,000 in just the year, right, of 2021. Texas experienced only one fatality and 11 accidents statewide, according to the uh, report. Isn't that great? That's wonderful. So in 2020, this is a quote from our friend Steve Hall. I saw him on Friday. I went and picked up. He's got some really cool stuff for Hunter's Ed that we can use now. He's a great and, guy. Uh, He's I always picked up, I picked up some uh, some materials that I needed, and uh, he actually mentioned this. And he said in the uh, story, in 2021, three-quarters of the incidents were what we call swinging on game outside of the safe zone we went that's what steve hall said and he also said that this is the most common mishap in texas besides careless handling and in and around vehicles the cardinal rule for hunting and shooting safety is keeping the muzzle of the firearm always pointed in a safe direction and you you really i mean y'all drive that home in hunter's mr beefsteak from the very beginning is muzzle direction muzzle direction muzzle direction because even if you accidentally um, pull the trigger or you don't know it's loaded, then it's such a better chance 
of not causing an injury or right. a fatality if the if you just got the muzzle in the right direction. Yeah. It's the best safety you can put on. Oh, it's yeah. And it, and it and it's where I am like hypersensitive to that when we're out hunting. You know, one of the I told a story yesterday about just the little mishaps. They were like, what do you mean mishap? Right. The kids mm-hmm. were. And I said, well, for instance, a guy was out with his girlfriend. Uh, they were they were bird hunting and he had his dog with him and he laid his shotgun down, pointed to to the to the right, you know, just on the tailgate. Right. The dog instinctively jumped up on the tailgate and his paw nail went down into the uh, trigger got through the trigger guard and it accidentally went off. Oh my god. I guess accidentally it only does what it's told, right? right and right. so this dog was able to click the trigger and fire and it shot his girlfriend in the leg. Oh yeah. my god. And I said, "So that's something where you're like, oh, I've got a loaded, you know, uh, a loaded uh, firearm here and I'm putting it to the side and I'm, you know, pointing it over that's the muzzle direction." Right. It wouldn't have matter. Right. Right. So or I also, you fall and trip and it hits a stick and a st- whatever, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm and, always really careful. I mean, I don't have a problem saying something to somebody if I'm like, uh, that's a little pointed in the wrong direction. Well, what I what I told them yesterday is you gotta it's your responsibility as a person standing there, like the girlfriend, if she would have had hunter safety, then she would have known watch the muzzle direction, right? I mean, you yeah. got to duck it. You got to bob it. You got to weave it. You got to stay out of right. the and way. You, and you have to be able to say to somebody, hey, hey, don't do that. That's dangerous, you know, or. Right. You uh, have to, don't... the authority. Right. You have to give someone the authority to say, hey, that's not okay. Right. You know, I don't like y'all doing that. Anyways, if you want to take a cat, uh, one of the classes, you can get on the TW uh, Texas Parks, Texas and, Wildlife. Parks and Wildlife, you know, official hunting education. You can look up Beefsteak and see if he's doing one of his fun redneck classes or his fun, you know, Mr. Bean class or, you know, it's a whole day. I mean, it's six hours. Right. And and I don't like that they have this online course, though. Well, you still have to go take uh, a field test. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just something more when you can sit there and ask a question as you're learning instead of waiting you know i think what it is is it takes the really important stuff that the instructor like myself understands or knows and you drive those home right with the content online what they what what it's kind of interesting they so you go through and even if you know the answer you still have to wait 30 seconds before it will click to the next one so it's just like okay there's the question there's the answer chick and so it forces you to keep reading and stay in it. You can't just click right through it. Oh, okay. So that's kind of good, right? That's good. I All right. In person's always better to me. Yeah. Well, in person, that is the, uh, you know, sometimes you get in person, you, you go and get to the store and get things. But other times you can't do that. You're at the ranch or you're, uh, you're not able to get to the store. So farmranchstore.com. Doesn't matter if you own 10 acres or 10,000, you need to know farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years and years and years. From handling equipment and ranching, uh, let's equipment to fencing, to feeders, to rodeo arenas, uh, they're, they're proud to offer you 
the top quality products available on the farm and the ranch today. These products have met superior standards of safety and reliability, which means you can feel confident that you're getting the very best for both your animals and your farm or ranch. Go to farmranchstore.com where landowners go to get work done. All right, when we come back, we're going to have, we made it through an hour. Already? Uh, yeah, can you, the, the, it's it's incredible. And I didn't even have coffee. <laughs> Uh-oh, watch out, Miss <laughs> Sandra's going to get some coffee on the flip side. But uh, come back, we're going to we're gonna talk a, a little bit about, we're going to have an open conversation. Yeah. And, uh, and man, uh, Sandra and I are going to go dueling here. We're going to talk about a uh, subject that, well, let's just say need to you need to tune back in and uh, and listen to us. And during the week, if you have to drop off, you can always go back to theoutdoorzone.com and listen to us 24/7 365.